The homilies for sermons contained in these podcasts were delivered by Deacon Joe Dietz, a permanent deacon serving at Christ the King Catholic Church in South Bend, Indiana, a parish of the Diocese of Fort Wayne, South Bend. Each homily is preceded by a reading of the scripture upon which it was based. While the content is the same as the homily preached, it has been recreated for the quality of the podcast. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The shepherds went in haste to Bethlehem and found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known the message that had been told them about the child. All who heard it were amazed by what had been told them by the shepherds. And Mary kept all these things reflecting on them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, just as it had been told to them. When eight days were completed for his circumcision, he was named Jesus, the name given him by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. The Gospel of the Lord. Perhaps it was my love of football growing up, or perhaps the absence of other likely public figures to admire or respect, or maybe simply the frequent exposure due to weekend television coverage. But for whatever reason, two of the people I admired and respected in my younger days were professional football coaches. One was the coach of the Green Bay Packers in the 60s, the legendary Vince Lombardi, the person for whom the Super Bowl Lombardi Trophy is now named. The other was Don Shula, the coach of the Miami Dolphins in the 70s, the coach of the only team in professional football to go undefeated for an entire season. And while each one of these men's successes on the football field earned them the respect of many, one of the specific reasons I came to admire each of them wasn't about football, but was that they were both devout Catholics. Devout Catholics to the point of regularly attending daily Mass in spite of their busy and demanding schedules. This was a fact that, while documented, was not widely known or publicized, as most would have considered that irrelevant to their head coaching jobs. The reason I mention this is that I was quite surprised, as I looked for inspiration for this homily, to find it coming from another professional sports coach, let alone one who I had never heard of until just the other day. However, unlike the Hall of Fame coaches Vince Lombardi and Don Shula, the coach in the story I am about to tell, Joe Mazzula, is not a man of great coaching success, record, or tenure. In fact, his current position as interim coach of the Boston Celtics NBA basketball team, is the first NBA head coaching position that he has held. And while Missoula has been very successful in this brief stint as the interim Celtics head coach, the inspiration for this homily comes not from his coaching skills, but from a comment he made at the post-game press conference on November 30th following a Celtics victory over the Miami Heat. It just so happened that the Prince and Princess of Wales, Prince William, the heir to the English throne, and his wife, Princess Kate, had attended the game as guests of the Celtics' owner. As Missoula was completing his post-game interviews about the game, one of the reporters asked him the following question, and I quote, A non-basketball question. Did you get a chance to meet with the royal family? And if not, how was it like having them there in the building? To which Joe Missoula looked the reporter straight in the eye and asked dead seriously, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph? To which the stunned reporter, with nervous laughter, clarified, the Prince and Princess of Wales. To which Missoula replied, again with complete sincerity, 
Oh, no, I did not. I'm only familiar with one royal family. I don't know too much about that one. Thank you. No apology. No retreat. Simply stated as if it were the most obvious thing in the world. Now, I don't know much about Joe Missoula's faith other than that he went to Catholic high school and Wikipedia describes him as a devout Catholic. But as we go through this octave of Christmas, celebrating the birth of the King of Kings, the Holy Family, and today the Solemnity of Mary, Mother of God, I think there is much we can learn from that simple answer. Other than, of course, that Joe Missoula didn't spend Thanksgiving weekend binge-watching The Crown or the Harry and Meghan Netflix documentary. To paint his comment in the most positive light, it's not so much about the insignificance of the other so-called royals of the world, but about the absolute importance of the one true royal family we celebrate this week. We would all do well to paraphrase and own that statement. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph are the only royal family that are important to me, and I don't really care too much about any other. Only one royal family, only one king of kings, one prince of peace, only one Mary, queen of heaven and earth. The only one I am familiar with, the only one that matters, the only one that counts. Born into obscurity and not wealth or position, heralded not by trumpets and horsemen, but by harps and angels, not singled out and elevated by virtue of birth or birth order or family, but born to elevate, to order, and to save the human family. We have the opportunity every day to give witness to our king, our royal family, one that not only is beyond this world, but one to which we belong as adopted sons and daughters, to which we belong not by the chance of our birth, but by our rebirth in water and the Spirit. This time of New Year is a time to celebrate our own personal royal pedigree as priests, prophets, and kings by virtue of our baptism, given to us not by acclamation, but by the incarnation of the one true King, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, brought to us by the one true Queen Mother. This is the only royal family we should strive to be familiar with this coming year, this King whose earthly life saved ours, this queen whose yes welcomed his birth. The definition of familiar is well-known from long or close association, in close friendship, intimate. There is no closer long-term intimate relationship than that of parent and child, and that is the relationship we are adopted into through the Spirit, the Son of God, our King born to this woman, our queen, sends into our hearts that we might cry out, Abba, to our loving Father, no longer slaves, but sons and daughters. So as we contemplate this new year, perhaps instead of spending time watching and reading about the activities of the other folks the world gives royal status, whether their celebrity stems from government, entertainment, sports, or what have you, we should spend a greater portion of that time reading about, watching, listening to stories, shows, and music that increase our familiarity with our royal, holy family. And perhaps spend the time we might otherwise have used to discuss those so-called celebrities 
to discuss the virtues and benefits of our faith, and in doing so, uplift ourselves and those around us. As we glorify and praise God for all we have heard and seen, just as it, is, as it has been told to us. For questions or comments on this homily, write to Deacon Joe 2017 at gmail.com.